Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Education Conversations. Let's welcome uh, Unyana Moilusana, who is the MD of Optimi, classroom and education expert. Thank you very much for joining us, Unyana. Good evening, Patricia, and good evening to your listeners. Uh, firstly, before we talk about are we ready and is our education system and our curriculum in South Africa ready for the fourth industrial revolution, let's talk about Optimi classroom and education experts. Uh, give us uh, just a, a synopsis of what you do. We at Optimi are a group of companies that are essentially invested in making sure that you know we we engage our communities with regards to quality and accessible learning solutions. So what drives us is you know the people who are passionate about learning, because at the core of what we do is we would like to hold um, each and every learner's hand, you know, to make sure that their learning journey is easier. So. We provide different um, learning solutions to um, different focused markets. Uh, particularly in the classroom space, we provide these solutions to schools and higher education. Okay, so this is great work. Are we ready um, as uh, South Africa? Especially, I'm talking about uh, public schools, government schools, which are the, uh, the the biggest portion of our education system in South Africa. Are we, are we ready to embrace uh, the fourth industrial revolution um somewhat well patricia we need to um at all times be mindful of the inequalities in our education system i mean we've we've been playing catch-up since 1994 um and it's quite evident um you know looking at some of the reports uh, that show us you know the disparities um in in our education system however I am confident that, you know, the fact that we're embracing that change, um, you know, towards fourth industrial revolution is, is already a step in the right direction. So, um, and, and also the, the efforts that are coming from government, you know, to try and um, train up and upskill teachers and prepare them for the future of learning is one of those things that is encouraging to say you know, we are positively driving the change to get towards, you know, where we need to be with regards to um, the fourth industrial revolution. So I would say we are somewhat ready, although um, as with any new thing, there will always be teething problems. But I think the deliberate efforts to drive this change are reassuring. Now, there are some schools, though, the government schools that did try to implement, you know, some sort of, um, you know, technology within their education facilities. I remember one in the East Rand, uh, but that school was broken into all the equipment and tech was taken away from the school. Uh, so how do we mitigate, especially when government is looking forward to embracing 4IR, introducing um, tablets in, as, as opposed to textbooks, introducing, you know, um, a very mobile way of doing things, uh, but it's it's not being embraced well by community and people are coming in to, to, to steal. So how do we cushion ourselves against this? Patricia, it's all about uh, public-private partnerships. I mean, as communities as well, we need to take ownership of, you know, some of these issues that persist in our communities. I mean, I can give an example of a school that is in Polokwane called Masaila. I mean, the community around there embraces the fact that, you know, the 
school is doing as best as it can uh, to make sure that, you know, it drives digital transformation. And the community is quite supportive of, you know, the efforts that the school is making. Um, they're even going as far as making sure that, you know, learners are safe, um, that, you know, um, we don't have issues of tablets being taken away from learners when they're going home. So it, it, it's more of an issue of, you know, the public-private partnerships, as I've said. I mean, it's not only upon the schools or the government to make sure that, you know, um, this thing moves forward, but also we need to own it as communities around these particular schools. So we need to support these initiatives as communities as well and, you know, be the change that we want to see. Most definitely, we need to be the change that we want to see. What are the other challenges that we face in South Africa? I mean, that could possibly um, hinder us or stop us from progressing forward uh, adequately in uh, the pursuit to fourth industrial revolution. As I've already touched on, you know, the socioeconomic challenges, I mean, we, we, we still have, you know, quite clear inequalities in our education system from schools that are fairly advantaged to those that are, you know, very disadvantaged. That's the first thing. But also one of the things to consider is the, the literacy fundamentals. I mean, most of our learners um, are, are way behind um, where they should be in terms of, you know, reading for meaning and understanding. Um, the other point is, you know, just the disparity between the rural and urban schools. I mean, we still have, you know, glaring disparities between, you know, the two. Um, and also the digital skills gap um, coupled with the training and development. I think those are things that could possibly hinder us from moving forward. So we really need to uh, put more effort into making sure that we, we close the digital skills gap and we train and develop our teachers to be, you know, conduits of um, this particular um, curriculum that we want to change and, um, you know, incorporate into, into our learners' learning. Can we look at uh, some of the steps that Optimi Classroom has put in place to ready itself for, for IR and how ahead of the rest of the schools um, you are? So one of the first things that we have done um, at Optimi Classroom is we have looked at change management principles. Um, you know, most people are not open to change. So one of the things that we do is put into change, I mean, um, into practice, change management principles that actually help people to make the transition from, you know, the traditional way of teaching and learning um, to actually embracing technology and, you know, our other tech-based offerings. That's the first thing. But secondly, what we are also, um, you know, putting a lot of effort behind is the training and development. We are quite mindful of the fact that we've got a mixed bag in terms of um, the teachers that are out there. You know, you still have those that, you know, are not quite um, put up when it comes to technology. And we are trying to make sure that we, we upskill them as much as we can so that they can embrace, you know, um, technology and tech-based solutions. Um, as part of our offering. But over and above that, we are partnering with other stakeholders in the education landscape, number one, to try and drive the change, but also uh, to ensure that, you know, we, 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 we communicate, you know, the, the need for this particular change and create an agency um, so that, you know, this change can be adopted um, um, in a broader sense. 
So what do these new uh, changes mean for the future of South Africa? Look, um, these changes require a change of mindset um, in, the, in the education sector, right? Um, and, and one of the other things that we need to do is we need to be intentional and quite deliberate in having you know, tech adoption in our education system, right? Um, and we also need to move swiftly and methodically to introduce, you know, these digital and tech-related um, offerings because, um, you know, the future of work is changing quite rapidly. Um, and if we are going to be able to actively participate or if our learners are going to be um, um, able to actively participate in the economy of the future, um, they need to have, um, you know, these digital skills. So one of the things that is quite crucial and critical is just making sure that, you know, we, we bridge the digital skills gap um, and, and position our, our learners to be able to, um, um, you know, have active participation in the economy of the future. And as we close off our discussions, uh, um, uh, let's uh, let's just encourage, maybe give us words of encouragement for uh, parents, especially in the lower quintile schools, who are saying our children are being disadvantaged when it comes to understanding technology and 4IR and we don't want them to be in the back foot. What encouragement do you have for them? I, I would encourage them to, you know, be active participants in their children's education. Um, I have seen in many in many schools. I mean, I, I crisscross the country seeing the rural of, you know, schools where parents have actually partnered with the school, uh, with the school governing body as well, and, and, and tried to, you know, crowdfund to get some resources into the school, you know, just to drive the change and introduce... Um, kids to some of these digital um, 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 new ways of learning that we are talking about. So um, in a nutshell, I would say parents also need, you know, to support the schools. Um, They need to be active participants um, in the decisions that are made at school level, uh, but also, you know, try and and support, um, you know, the teachers at school level and and the management uh, at school level to make sure that you know, we move forward in a direction that actually embraces, you know, this, um, you know, tech adoption. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it's been such a great pleasure. Let's hope that all our kids uh, from grade R until uh, higher education will have the honor and privilege to engage in the fourth industrial revolution productively. Uh, definitely. That is my hope too, Patricia.